This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. What's up, bees? Hello. Welcome to the Braid on Blast podcast, where we put everything and anything on blast. <laughs> What's this week's roundup, Britain? This week, we are going to interview Johanna Halos. Uh, she's the owner of Club Pilates. I really enjoyed this interview. I feel like she was so raw and just honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's kind of how she is as a person. But um, she's just like one of those people that just get stuff done and like she doesn't stand for excuses. And, you know, as we get into the interview, you guys will hear more about it, but she's like someone who has the ability to completely change the course of her life, like by just not wanting to feel the way she did anymore. And now she owns three Plotty studios, um, club Plotties in the Reno area. And it's just, it's a pretty amazing story. So I'm excited for you guys to hear that. Yeah. I love how she takes one motto and she really like lives by that and dies by that. And is like, anytime I fall off course, I just go back to my motto of life, which Mm -hmm. is for her do life. So I'm really, really excited for you guys to hear this. It is true. It's very raw. It's very real for one time in my life. Somebody is more raw than me. And I appreciate that. (laughs) She is, (laughs) she is an honest gal. Sometimes it's brutal, but sometimes it's what you need to hear. And I mean, we give a Mm -hmm. few examples of that interview yeah no, so, she definitely is awesome tell me about your week what is going on obviously we're recording this remotely and to be honest I miss you and I miss having Same. you in Reno it's kind of sad so but anyways tell me about your trip I have really great news for you I'm gonna be coming back on your birthday so I will be home the night of Thursday Yay. How you're coming are you coming home early or because I had a panic attack and I can't be away from my business for as long as I thought I could. I just like 10 days is oh. too long. And yeah, I was driving down and I started having a panic attack over it. And then when I got here, I was like, I don't think this is going to work out. And I talked to my mom no. about it and she's like, yeah, like just go. Cause I was staying for my friend's kid's first birthday, which the kid won't remember. <laughs> right. And for my friend, like, she's going to have all in your friends. I was going to say, but also for my friend, like she, her husband is Italian. So like their family is huge. So I was getting the impression that she was kind of like overwhelmed by the whole thing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be another person for her to worry about. Like I can visit with her separately. So that's kind of my thought process there. And she was cool with it too. So, but yeah, San Diego has been amazing. We got to see my whole family. It's so sunny here. I hate to say that because I know it's been snowing and, and gloomy up where you're at, but it's, it's sunny yeah. in 75 down here. Oh, it's like Joe Nichols song. <laughs> yeah, truly, truly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's gloomy here. And it, when I was How in Tahoe you? last week, so it was so snowy up there. It was nice, but I mean, I'm ready for summer, you know? 
Yeah, I took on an event on Saturday and Sunday and it's in Southlake at the Coachman and I'm a little bit nervous because I'm like, I feel like it's going to be so This snowy. week? Yeah, this Saturday, Sunday. Nice. Um, yeah, so should we talk about our events? I want to hear really, yeah, we can do events, but I really want to tell me how you're doing and we can talk about events and we can get into the episode. Okay. Um, Is it just Tahoe? I'm... Yeah, I'm doing well. This week has been good. Um, went to Tahoe, which was, you know, heavenly. It's just so nice to be up there and just, you know, away from everything. Um, this week, I have an event tonight at the Tamarack and then Saturday at um, the Craft Collective, which is the salon that um, Alicia Garcia owns. And I am so excited to be there because she's having her grand opening um, and we're going to be there from Ooh. 11 to two, but she isn't just like a normal salon. She like really focuses on extensions and hair replacement. And I don't know if y'all saw Jerry's Instagram reel of like the before and after it is like, she is so talented. And so if you are someone who, you know, needs extensions or hair replacement, she is your gal. She makes it look so natural. And I think she really provides a service that can be life-changing. Yeah, I was shocked. I saw Jerry's thing and I was like, how did I not know this? Like, how did I not know that and he have Jerry's like a really handsome guy. Like, he's handsome as so he handsome. is. And like, I, I just feel like with maybe what she provides, like the extra hair just makes him look younger. But like, he just, he looks good all the time. But if it makes him feel better, then... And I feel like he was so open and honest about it that it's okay for us to talk about it because he put it on the gram. I 100%. And I also feel like what I'm so stoked that he did that because I was thinking about that. And like, you know, so many guys have issues with hair loss. Like we talk about so much, like we're so open about women's issues with aging and getting older and all that stuff. But we never really like give men space to talk about their concerns with getting older. Like, Right. They have them too. So, you know, it's just interesting. And I was really like proud and excited to see him be open about that because I think that's something that's needed in this like men's health space, men's wellness. I completely, I agree. He's the best. We just love Jerry. Um, we love Jerry. Oh, and yeah, Alicia Salon, the craft collective off of Liberty, check her out on Instagram and um, yeah. Are we ready to get yeah. into Joanna? I think so. Oh, we have ladies night next Thursday. Oh, and we have one yeah. more thing that we need to announce. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So let's quickly do the event. Sorry. We're all over the place today. I just got out of my pajamas like 10 seconds ago. Um, it's hard. It's have, hard being remote. It is. I don't like it. Um, I know. So we have your event. So you have an event tonight, which is Tuesday. So this won't matter at that tomorrow, but um, we also have, so Saturday, hand, Handcraft Craft Collective. Yeah, the Am Craft Collective, right? right? Yep. The Craft Collective from 11 to 2. I will be up in Southlake at the Coachman both Saturday and Sunday from 12 to 6. Um, for Ladies of the Mountain, there is a, a maker's market up there. And then we will be together at last with a huge giveaway. So check out our Instagram. It's going to be probably going live this week. Um, so check out Haven and Flux VLFT. We'll post it on Bob as well. 
And that is going to include details for a giveaway that we will be announcing the winner of at Thursday's event, Ladies Night at Record Street Brewing Brewery from five to seven. Right. And that event is packed. It pops off. So it's my favorite day of the month. And this month we're doing it Mother's Day themed. Um, so we have the giveaway that DJ Ryan will announce. And then also um, we're going to do a little sale special for moms or if you bring your mom. So I'm excited for that. Um, so, yeah, lots of fun things. And oh, my gosh, yeah. maybe I'll your... go ahead. I was just going to say, maybe I'll do like a little buy one, get one. So give an intention, get an intention discount. Oh, yeah. I would love that. Um, Jerry and Luminescence are the Basto Co and Luminescence are setting up a photo booth. Did you hear about that? I know. It's gonna be I did. Crazy. I was like, she was, she was trying to figure it out. And I thought she was talking about somebody else. I was like, you need to contact so-and-so. And then she was like, that's not who I'm talking about. And I was like, okay, well then just email Britain. And then she told me what she was trying to do. I was like, dude, just hit up Jerry. Like he knows Sarah and yeah. Jerry have it sorted. Like just talk to them. Yeah. So I'm really excited yeah. that they're going to be doing that. And then last but not least, we are going to be continuing to interview a ton of local business owners. And we want to know what you want to hear from local business owners. So um, on our social media, if you guys are not already following us, please go give us um, a follow. But more importantly, head to our stories I will be asking handfuls of questions on there of like what you guys want to hear because turns out you guys really like to listen to us. I just found out from my uncle and aunt last night that my um, cousin is listening to us and she's in high school. And I was like, Oh no. Um, so Brianna, oh. if you're out there, love you long time. Take all of this with a grain of salt. Do better than me. No, <laughs> just kidding. She's already far, far better than me. But I was like, my aunt told me and I was like, are you sure she should be listening to my podcast? And she was like, oh girl, it's fine. She already knows swear words. And I was like, it's not the swear words. I'm I feel like we're not. Um, I know. I just, I'm always so worried when people say they like, when my cousins are like, oh, she looks up to you. And I'm like, I don't think that's a good call. Um, anyway, so Honestly, please go on to our Instagram. Said, if anyone says they listen to us, I'm like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh no, what did <laughs> my, I say? <laughs> I know my friends and my, some of my family met like my other cousins were like, sorry, we don't listen to the podcast. And I was like, honestly, praise be. Um, cool, cool, cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I, you're not on the screen, mom. That was my mom. I'm with my parents in the house right now. Um, anyway, so go on our stories at answer the questions. We want to know what you guys want to hear so that we can create content that you love to listen to. Perfect. And with that, we get into that. Let's do it. You guys are going to love this. So Brit, because this is in your wheelhouse, why the automobile museum? I mean, you know, for me, it's about the cars all day long. I love cars. I like old cars, new cars, all the things. For me, the fact that they have the DeLorean here and the Batmobile in the same room is like, it's like, it's like a, it's how it, makes my heart happy. Um, so that's why for me, but I think for like someone like us, like doing things with all of our friends, like yeah, 160 of our close friends yes. could go to the theater. In any movie that you want, they have so many things to offer. The space camp for your kids, if you want, like need a little break yeah. or you want to look at the cars, 
Reno's just really lucky to have it. It's one of the biggest collections, I think, in the country, yeah. which is awesome. It's so cool. And the fact that it's here in the biggest little city is like the coolest thing ever. So yeah, grab a bottle of tequila yeah. and come on into the theater. Yes, back to the future. Get all your friends, 160 of them. So the whole town of Reno. So everyone you know. <laughs> and watch a movie. Yep. You can find tickets at the uh, um, automuseum.org. Yeah. And yeah, that's where, that's where you go get your tickets. Perfect. Fun day. Britain, tell us what BLFT is all about because you know it's my favorite place to shop. The Biggest Little Fashion Truck is a family-owned and operated boutique on wheels. We got started five years ago because I had this deep desire to make women feel more confident. And I found out that one of the many ways you can enhance your confidence was through clothing. Hence our why, confidence through clothing. We love some confidence in our lives. We pride ourselves in bringing back that old school expertise in customer service by providing an experience, whether it be at our pop-up events around town. We love the pop-up events. I'm at those with her all the time and they are fire. Or we have a storefront, the Babe Cave. We just want each and every babe to feel better and be ready to be seen after shopping with us. Shop us online at the Babe Cave or our pop-up events at local businesses around town. We can't wait to see you. And a little something special we have for you. Use promo code BOB20 for 20% off your purchase online. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be shopping today. Johanna Halos is the owner of Club Pilates with three locations, one in South Reno, one in Sparks, and one in the Northwest. She is originally from New Jersey's and Af- New Jersey, not, not plural <laughs> New Jersey's. There is only one New Jersey. She's from cryo. <laughs> she, she is New Jersey, so there is multiple. Yes. Okay, so she is originally from New Jersey, and after a short stop in Vermont and Aspen, she made her way west to Tahoe and has been living in the Reno area with her husband, Dave, for over 22 years. Poor guy. Um, she is one of the most energetic people that I've been around. Uh, she's hardworking, extremely generous, honest, sometimes brutally honest. Mo- mostly brutal. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> mostly. She, she's incredibly smart and brilliant with her words, but she talks quickly. So you have to be on your game and she expects you to keep up. She mm-hmm. loves an adventure and owns a van that she and her husband spend a ton of time traveling in. They're always on the go chasing snow so she can board or mm-hmm. chasing warmer temps so she can paddleboard, bike, golf, and do anything active. All of the things. Her mantra is do life and let me tell you she does it. She lives big. Mm-hmm. I met Johanna through a good friend of mine, Erica. And after Johanna shopped with BLFT a few times, uh, we hit it off and became, we've been buds ever since. Um, I've been taking her Pilates classes religiously for over a year now, mm-hmm. and I'm officially hooked. My mind and my body love Pilates, and um, I missed it today, and I am no, so sad about it. It's not the same it. when you're not there. You didn't um, go to Pilates this morning? I can't. I'm on a walking regiment uh, only. Oh. Doctor's orders. So, yeah. Pilates. And you know how much fitness means to me. So, I'm trying not to talk trash in my head. But anyways, <laughs> I love Pilates so much. My body has never felt better. Um, and 
I highly recommend it. Um, but I'm so happy to have her on and I can't wait to share her story and all of her life experiences. She's pretty interesting. Um, and I think you guys will learn a lot from her and love listening to her. Johanna, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into it. So excited. Let's do it. I also just want to quickly add that, like, if you guys want to know a little bit about Johanna's character, I met her in the worst moment of my life. Like I truly cannot say that enough. Like I was going through the breakup. I was also like had no jars and I went to, right. Yeah. And I I went to a Pilates class and I, and she was like, she sat me down. And when I said like brutally honest, like it's the stuff you need to hear. She sat me down after the workout. It was great workout. And she goes, what are you going to do? You're just going to not have jars. Like that's the answer. You're just going to lay down and like not have jars and just like, that's it. And I was like, well, when you put it like that, uh. that's not the answer. <laughs> and so she was like, you need to pivot, figure it out. Like go find other jars, recycle jars. So now like, because of Johanna, we have a sustainability bro- program built into Haven and Flux. Like there's a lot of things that I was able to do and shift. And like some of those things didn't stick, but some of them did. And the whole point was that I didn't stop. And like Johanna doesn't let you give up. Like, no, she holds you to such a high expectation because that's how she lives her life. And like in her workouts, she doesn't miss a thing. No. Like if I, I try not to dog it, but if I do, if I'm freaking tired, she's like, what are you doing? Hips down. Yeah. If your legs are dropping, it's because your abs aren't turned on. Just like calls me out. She screams at you, yeah, but in like a good way. Well, sometimes, ladies, you just need someone to believe in you a little bit more than you believe in yourself. So in that moment, you needed someone to say, get your head out of your ass. You can't can't just roll over. No. That's not an option. We lived through COVID. Like owning businesses, you live through COVID. Just quitting doesn't work. It's It's very true. That truly, like that was the, that was the motto. And she was like, you're not going to give up. Like, this isn't it. You made a good thing. Like keep going. You already made it through to her point at that time was like, we already made it through COVID. You're going to let a couple jars stop you. Like, come on now. Figure right. something else out. Yes. Yeah, so. I was really just being selfish. I wanted you to build something for my van for me. I mean, that's really, yeah. She was like, I don't you not use glass. How about something else that I could travel with? Yeah. She's like, I need air fresheners. I was like, okay, well, I don't know how to sort production. wise. I'm not sure how Figure that's going to work out. <laughs> and we did. Um, anyway, what did you do before Club Pilates? I spent a good portion of my adult life uh, in the mortgage business. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was pushing mortgages for a long time, slinging those babies around. Wow. So talk it, about a 360. It was mortgages yeah. to Pilates. I needed out. Life. Yeah. I needed out. And mortgages in Aspen, probably? No. Oh, okay. No, well, after college in New Jersey, I was uh, refusing to find a real job. So I was flitting around the country chasing snow. And waiting tables and doing all those fun things. So working I was at just the gap. working at the gap in Aspen and meeting fancy people and just kind of flitting around trying to find myself. Uh, my parents hated it because we were paying for student loans while I was <laughs> just being free. Worth it. It I was mean, so worth it. Seriously, so worth it. <laughs> so worth it. Wound up in Tahoe. Little thing called 9-11 happened. We moved down to Reno and that's where I had to get a big girl job at that point in time. So I was actually selling music for a while uh, into businesses and then moved into the mortgage business so that I could sustain a family that got dropped in my lap. So um, yeah, I had to get a big girl job. 
suddenly the chips were on the table. I mean, always stepping up to the plate. That's what she does. So tell us how you acquired or not acquired, bought Club Pilates. Like, how did you get into the fitness world? Because you weren't always into it. Not at all. I was a desk jockey and I was just uh, fat and miserable and unhappy in my life for a really long time. And I don't know what changed. Um, My daughter, uh, stepdaughter, who is my daughter at this time, she took off and ran away at 16. And I had to come to Jesus with myself that I had to be a better person and figure out my own life and get my own head out of my ass. And, um, started to move into just a wellness routine that, um, helped me to lose 77 pounds through just eating better and working out. Um, a friend of mine, Kristen, who I think you guys have met Kristen. Yes. I love Kristen. Kristen and I have been besties since, I don't know, since our days in Tahoe, but she was like, Oh, my friend Allison is opening a club Pilates in Reno. You should go. And I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't know who Allison is. She's like, just go. It opened. So I walked in and I thought it was a gynecologist's office. Like <laughs> I had zero concept not, of not what wrong. was happening. Well, not wrong though. Yeah. Like yeah. put your feet in straps and open your legs really wide. And I'm like, I, I can't. Yes. <laughs> and the reformers look I don't move so like that. weird. Yeah. You're like, what do I do Torture with that? Torture chamber. Yes. Like, I had sure. straight up like bad visualization. Um, but I was hooked. Like you guys, the first day you do it and you move your body in a way that you didn't think you could move in, move it. And someone believed in you a little bit to say, yeah, you could do this and push you a little bit extra. But I became really good friends with the owner and founder of uh, Club Pilates as a whole, Allison Beardsley. And she, um, she believed in me. And she wanted me to take over the businesses when she stepped aside after her big long stint as franchisor and owner of the three studios. So, um, you know, I didn't know the first thing about owning a business. And she's like, well, we're going to make it happen. And I was like, well, I don't know how to do that. I just know how to sell mortgages and write up documents. And she's like, perfect. You have a money mind. You're a go-getter. You've built these studios with all of your people and your success story. So let's just uh, make it happen and figure out how to get you to be the boss. So wow. the rest was history. I mean, it really comes full circle. Like it just takes somebody who believes in you. Somebody's got to just give you that little nod and push into the deep end. Well, in your willingness, because I can imagine you said 77 pounds, like that's 77 pounds, a lot of weight. It was and, a lot of weight. It was a lot of work. And to like step into, you know, Pilates and put yourself in that uncomfortable position day in, day out to the point where you be are now the expert that just says you know, so much about you to learn and become an expert at something, you know, in the middle of your career when your your life is on one track and you completely take a right turn, you know? Yeah. Like that's um, so cool. I think what happens with uh, instructing Pilates is someone looks at you and goes, look, this is perfect. You could be a little bit mean. You could tell people what to do. You could be really honest with people. This is the perfect gig for you. You get to talk the you entire class. You get to talk class. the entire time. You, <laughs> other know. people can't talk. So this is kind of perfect. You should do this. And you're like, oh Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I always think about like, well, you and I have talked about it, like being a Pilates instructor. I think you would be amazing at that. Because I like, and it always comes to me, like every time I'm in like a really good workout studio, I'm like, oh, I could like 100% do this for like, and then I have to remind myself, like I already have two businesses. So like, do I need to have a third thing? And then I look at Tiffany doing it and I'm like, I could. It doesn't need to be a huge thing. I mean, the way I started teaching was just to do the 6 a.m. classes before my own workout, before I went to sling mortgages. So it just kind of fit to do it in the morning and hold me accountable to be in the studio every day. It's just fun being able to lift people up and get them excited and like kind of be mean to them in a way that like makes them do the hard things for themselves and makes them better. Nobody walks out mad. No. No. Nope. Everybody walks out in a better mood. There's not too many jobs you have that you can say that you're, you have a 100% success rate. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's so true. Except you get mad at me sometimes. Well, no regrets, right? <laughs> no. Like even I'm like, people walk out of my business happy, but I think that they might be full of regret after just because of the spending of the money. But right. like with workout, you literally never regret a workout. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly pretty cool. Okay. So what is the thing in your business that brings you the most joy? Uh, exactly that, that every single time someone walks out, they are in a better mood than when they walked in with 106% success. I love that. Not much else you could say that about in life. No. What do you, is that what you, that's obviously what you hope to leave your members with, or is there something like bigger picture than that? No, I, the biggest picture with what I do is that I want everyone to be a little bit empowered to go out and do life. Really like, and that's what Pilates helped me do was learn how to do all the other stuff that I had roadblocks up against myself for, to be able to move and do and enjoy and be in the moment. And I hope that everybody leaves and goes and does something a little bit extra that they couldn't do some other day. That is, that nails it. That, cause I've been trying to put my finger on like why Pilates is such an incredible workout. And it is that like, you don't realize, sorry, you don't realize that in the moment you are literally like, working out muscles that you didn't even know that you had. And then you go out to do life right? and that life is easier. Like, and I know that sounds so stupid, but you have to connect your mind to your body within Pilates because like, there's some things where sometimes I feel stupid when I like go to get into some positions because it's like, wait, hold on. I'm doing what with what and how is this supposed to go on me? And now you want me in a plank with like my knees up. Like, I don't get it. And it is such a mind body connection. Then you can, you can go out. Like I went snowboarding after doing Pilates and it was a whole, it hit different. Like I was so strong on the mountain. You um, are forced to build the supporting cast. And I think that has to go with you everywhere else you go in your life. And that's why everything else is better. I feel like mobility is youth Mm -hmm. and we're all trying to keep our youth and to feel good throughout our lives. Right. Yep. And Pilates creates mobility and allows you to be more mobile. hundred percent. So Britt, why intentional candles for mental health? Because building healthy habits around your intentions can have a positive impact on not only your mental health, but your overall productivity. I wanted to create a premium non-toxic candle that reminded my customers that life is complex and we can live in the and space. Talking about mental health and mental illness doesn't always have to be scary or depressing. Uh, Sometimes it can be fun and enlightening. We are wildly unique and expansive creatures as we've talked about on the podcast before. And we can be many things in a day. And sometimes we just need to light a candle to remind ourselves who the fuck we are and what we are capable of. I 100% agree with that. Plus your candles smell so good and they fill up my whole house. I hear you have something special for our listeners. I do. I have a little promo for our bees. Y'all can head to havenandflux.com and use code BOB20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. I hope y'all enjoy. That's why I love Pilates and that's why I'm going to continue to do it for the rest of my life. This is just one big ad for Pilates. Well, (laughs) and also just like you're saying, do life. Yeah. It's really a big ad for do life. Like it's so much more than just Pilates. It's just like your whole life benefits mm -hmm. from that one 50 minute class. Yep. So 
or from just movement, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and the cool thing is it's for everybody, right? So I have a little 85-year-old client, Carol, who is just excited because, and she comes every day. She hit a thousand classes. She started coming when she was 83, but she... uh, she's able to push herself up out of her garden now. And that was her goal is that she didn't want to get stuck on the ground in the garden. And she wanted to continue to be able to plant her flowers and do her other stuff. So Carol does life by being in the garden and can get up out of the garden and not have to call for help. Like full body chills though. Does she take your classes? Because you, okay. So Johanna is like a really hard instructor, like we were saying. Um, But that's what Carol, Carol plays the, the victim in the corner. It's kind of funny, but I give it back to her. It's it's fun. And you have like a no excuses mentality too. So there's also like, and that's really like when we say hard, it's like, we don't want to, I don't want it to be like, she's not mean. It's like, she has high, but well, but you have high expectations for yourself and you have high expectations for your members and you have high expectations for your friends. A hundred percent. But I also like, if I could do it, if Carol could do it, Anybody could do Anybody it. Pilates do is for everybody. We can make it as easy and as hard as you need it to. And I just push to a limit that sometimes y'all don't think you can get past, but I've proven that and like if everybody can. Someone is trying. I think you respect that. Like yes. sometimes I push my limits <laughs> a little too much and probably get crazy. But um, yeah, if, if they're trying, like obviously you're not going to have the best form when you first start and all nope. of that. But if you're, if they Effort. try yeah. to make it through, you see that and yep. you respect it. And yep. you push them. I do. To keep going and keep showing back up. <laughs> what is something that you wish you were better at? Uh, I should be a little bit more sympathetic uh, to some deficiencies, but I don't. I push. So I wish I was a little bit calmer and quieter and understanding of people having their own limitations. But I think we have bl- limiting beliefs, right? So if we think we can't, then we won't. If we think we can, then we will. So um, I should be in my life a little bit better about so like across others. the board, across the board. <laughs> yeah, I could see that a little bit. Yeah. See, and I'm so much like Johanna that I'm like, I actually don't think she's not sympathetic. I think she, again, like has high expectations and like wants you to be like, if you try, you if might you try. You usually surprise yourself a little bit. Right. But also I come from 17 first cousins in New Jersey, the son of a fire chief who once told me when I was a young girl and I was crying in my soup over a boy. And he was like, you're not going to get sympathy from us. And he told me, you know where you find sympathy between shit and syphilis in the dictionary. And he lives by it. And I had to stop and think because I didn't know how to sell, spell syphilis. She's like looking like, it up in the yeah. dictionary. She's like, oh shit. There were no, right. there were no cell phones to spell check you at that time. So I was like, whoa, my dad, that is wisdom. So yeah, I don't give out sympathy pretty often because apparently that's where it hangs out. So I mean, yeah. Well, and you, I mean, you've done it through experience. Like it's hard for you to feel bad for people when you're like, yeah, I've been there, done that. And yeah got through it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I quit all, doing all the fun things cause I could no longer bend over and put my feet in my snowboard bindings. So I stopped snowboarding. I couldn't swing a leg over a mountain bike. So I stopped mountain biking. Like that's how, when you're 230 pounds, like that's just, you can't do much. Yeah. So we got wow. grumpier and grumpier. You started from scratch. Start from scratch. Grumpy. But you had a big personality too. To yeah. go with it. You just made up for right it. Right over the top. <laughs> <laughs> what keeps you going? What's your why? Um, just the fact that my life has been so much better since I'm able to do life, since I don't just sit there and cry in my soup, life has yeah. been better. So my relationship with my husband is better. My relationship with myself is better. 
um, my relationship with important people is better since I'm able to do life and enjoy life and be honest and kind of move forward. It's not without pain. It's not without trial and tribulation, but, um, you know, just being able to continue to move and continue to do. I can relate to that. Like when you give to yourself, then you can give to others so much more. Yeah. You got to put yourself first though. You know, even on an airplane, they tell you to put your own mask on first. Right. So if you're just taking care of everybody else, it doesn't always work. Right. And then you're usually miserable. That's what happens. And that's what happens to a lot of women. Yeah. You know, we're caught in a trap of taking care of the people in our lives Mm -hmm. first and we don't put ourselves first and there is no self-care and self-awareness. We're just there for everyone else. I love that. We're about to talk about that today. We are. What can we expect to see from you, Club Pilates, in the future? We're back in growth mode. Um, You know, the last two years kind of threw us back at Club Pilates by, like, I feel like COVID added five to 10 years to everybody's long-term plans. So it took us a couple of years to get our footing back and kind of get back on track. Um, But we're back in growth mode and I've got a really great team in place. Um, And so hopefully we can take Club Pilates to where it should have been two and a half years ago um, without pumping the brakes, but um, we should still be growing and continue to be the best and biggest in town. Um, I would like to separate myself a little bit more from it. I'm really, really available and need to be less available. Yes. I would like to be um, on the road adventuring with my husband a little bit more. What do you call your van? Well, the it's do life is the The van. The do life van. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's a, I mean, I can totally see Club Pilates growing. I've seen it grow since I've been there. Um, but obviously unforeseen circumstances kind of put a little roadblock in the way, but you guys are bouncing back nicely and it's your persistence and resilience that is getting it there. So mm-hmm. congrats on that. Thanks. Yes, for sure. And I would love to see you on the road more. I feel like that's your happy place. And yeah. when you tr- like, is it like perma vacation? It's a lot of work. Um, but the thing I notice is, uh, in particular, when we have no signal and I'm able to put my phone down and not still be stuck in work, I connect so much better with Dave, with outside, with my friends, with my habits, with whatever we're doing. Um, there's a total difference. The second we hit a signal and we come back in and my nose goes back in that phone and I am married to my text messages and my emails and work and business. And I can like, it sucks the air out of him and I can feel it. And I don't like that. We, we're going to talk about this actually. So if you're listening to this, we are, we record multiple in a day. So you can go back and listen to our relationship episode. I'm not sure what number it is, but we can put that at the top of the episode. But basically what we were talking about, and I talked to another business owner about this yesterday. And she's like, I tell people that my business hours are from 10 to seven. And then, and it's Monday through Friday. And then she was upset because people are messaging her on a Saturday at two 30. And I go, are you responding? And she goes, yeah. And I go, okay. So the boundary that you set for your customers, you have to maintain for yourself. Right. Like if you're saying you're 10 to seven and that's twice as hard when you have employees, because I, it's easy for me to say that all day right. long because I don't have employees who right. are like, the computer's not working or like the vacuum's clogged. The vacuum's the Dyson's clogged. are not working. Ugh. The Dyson's never work ever. <laughs> and I am 2000 miles away and can't fix them. So fix it. But also, and I remember I used to work for a company and like we had, it was at the Irvine Spectrum and I remember I was at my grandpa's birthday party and it was like 10 o'clock on a Sunday and they were closing shop or some something along those lines and they couldn't lock the front door. And I'm like, that was in Orange County and I was in San Diego, North County. So I'm like an hour and a half away. I'm like, you guys, I literally cannot fix this. Can you call 
locksmith? Like, who do you know that can make a key work in a door? Call somebody. There are a lot of people who don't have critical thinking skills. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. So they call the fixer, the doer, the person that's going to get it done. It's so much easier to make one call to the person that's going to fix it than to try to figure it out. Yeah. And we take it on. Yep. Do you want to play some rapid fire? Yeah, I do. I'm just, that has me thinking a lot. Um, okay. What are you? Oh, <laughs> if you could do anything else, what would you do? I would not do anything else. Like this is it. Eventually there will be something else. That's amazing. But no one for today, that. but for today, like there's not another thing I want to be. There's not like the career of choice that I never followed. Like when you come from the hard grunt work of mortgages, like doing something like fitness is kind of the dream. So yeah. I laugh when people are like, I'm getting out of fitness to go back into real estate or to go back into whatever. And I'm like, wow, really? I went the other way. Like yeah. this should be where it is. Right. You laugh and you judge. I totally laugh and judge <laughs> at everything and everybody. I am a judge, jury, and executioner. All in one. Facts. Those are facts. facts. Those yes. are facts about Johanna right there. Facts. Oh my God. Name one high of last year and one low. You know, that's a dicey one. Uh, the low kind of just hit. We lost my mother-in-law. And Ugh. when we were talking about putting people first, I was really concerned with getting my husband to uh, not do anything he would regret or do anything he wouldn't regret. And, I, I, and my daughter. And I forgot to think about myself and not do something I would regret. And I didn't get to say the things that I should have. So no. that's part of the sucky energy these days. Um, as far as high highs, I have so many high highs that it's unfair to say that like hugging my mom in December was better than seeing my best friend from college two weeks ago. That, you know, a sunrise in Sedona was better than a sunset at Big Sur. Like you, you can't say one high is better than the other. I think you have a couple of chances every single day to acknowledge that there's some high and you have to respect that and roll with it and love that high and put those all in the memory bank. They all have to stay there, stay, stay right in that spot to get you through the crappy week, you know, yeah. and look forward to the next high high. There's tons of highs though. And I think you have to have the lows to let the highs feel good. That's very 1000%. All right, so you guys know that I live for Western wear, specifically my boots and my hat. So I wanna talk a little bit about a brand new brand that is new to Reno, Nevada, and is from our beautiful babe over here. So Britton, tell us what Murdoch's is. Well, first of all, hats have been one of my truest loves since I was a kid. I swear I had a hat on in every single picture as a child. And then they quickly became a BLFT signature. We couldn't find the hat that was just perfect. And so we decided to design our own. Murdoch's is a family brand that started in the great state of Nevada in the 1950s. My great grandparents started Murdoch's Western wear. Fast forward 60 years, the Murdoch sisters recreate this homegrown brand by curating a hat line that embodies the spirit of Nevada. We were raised in this amazing state and we watched a Nevadan's ability to put in a hard day's work on the ranch followed by a hard night's play at the casinos. We pulled inspiration from the everyday beauty around us, the sunsets, Lake Tahoe, the mountains, and the forests. I'm not gonna lie, I have full body chills right now because 
you hit so many nails on the head just now. Like there's nothing that screams Reno, Nevada more than family and community and a little bit of Western. So the fact that you put all of our favorite things together and then you made it all about like bringing back the roots of your family brings me so much joy. Y'all need to check out Murdoch's hats. Where do you find them? Murdoch's hats and apparel.com. We love it. Go shop y'all. What's the funniest thing that's happened in your business? I don't, I don't think I could say that on radio. Okay. The second <laughs> funniest thing that's happened in your business. Well, you know, Sean Farnsworth. Yeah. My favoriteest of instructors ever, but. Um, you wow. Know. Can you say that? Yeah. Okay. Because he's not an instructor anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because so, he works like one Because he works here. one minute. Um, but watching him uh, take a little tumble into the well and making him stay there with his legs wide open <laughs> so that I could go get a camera was one of my favorite moments. I was there the that business. day. You were there that day. That was great. And my response was, oh, Sean, I didn't even have my camera ready. Yeah. And I made him stay there in the most uncomfortable position ever. You didn't ever. even say like, are you okay? No. I did not ask if he was okay. Like someone <laughs> crashed into the reformer. Like, yeah. Oh no. I almost Sean. did that today. Cause I was telling her before, I'm like, we did abs today and like, it was not good. And I didn't realize like, it's like a lot. It's like a little core to hold up all these legs, you know, there <laughs> yeah. was long stems. Girl. Yeah, you do. There was no blood. He was fine. Yeah. We're fine. That's how my dad is. He's like, you're not bleeding. Get up. Like, or you're just stay scary. so I can yeah, get the you're camera. Not un- you're not unconscious and you're not bleeding. Oh my yeah. We're fine. Both uh-huh. of my parents are like that. My mom was an ICU nurse yeah. forever. And so like, like we would have a serious like injury and she'd be like, it's nothing. I'm like, just cause I'm not on a ventilator doesn't right. mean then that it's you nothing. Can't. I remember one time I broke my arm. It was the first time I broke my arm. I'd fallen and it was a fracture. So it wasn't like a real break. It, I mean, it was a real break, but it wasn't like that bad. I, I needed a cast. It wasn't a huge deal. It wasn't big, but it felt big to me. Cause I was like seven years old. Well, it still hurts. Yeah. And I was like seven and it hurt like a bitch. Like, let's be fair. And I got, remember going back to my dad and I'm like sitting there in his office and he's like working or doing something on his computer. And he's like, I don't know what you want me to do. Do you want me to like call in a helicopter to take you to the hospital? And I'm like, I just want to go to the doctors. <laughs> You're all, I want something. I would just like a, a splint or something. Yeah. At seven, you don't know. You're not like, I need some morphine to make myself feel okay. Yeah. But like, but at seven, rub a little dirt on it. Have a lollipop. You're yeah. fine. Yeah. You're fine. It was fine. And then the second time I broke my arm, we were like, oh, uh, it's fine for like two weeks. Two weeks <laughs> went by. And then my mom was like, it's still it not better. Not fine. And we went to the doctors and the doctors was like, so this is like super fresh and actually she needs to be in a cast immediately. And then I didn't like the cast, so I pulled it off. Oh God. How many times do you break your arm? I've broken a lot of bones. Why? Really? Mm-hmm. I've only broken two bones. One was the tip of my finger and one was my hand. A, a line drive hit it. That hurts. It was fine. The it's thing fine. that I'm hurt fine. the worst is I couldn't play in NCAA regionals. It was the that day before stinks. we left. Yeah. So that was the only thing that hurt. But yeah, no, never broken. Have you broken bones? No. Wow, none? Nope. Really? Really? And snowboarding too? Not even your nose? Nope. Broke my nose three times. Nope. Never broken anything. I've never been in a hospital. I I was in a hospital once uh, when I took a drone to the face, but nothing broke. Ooh, oh I went to you have stitches. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had like God. 20 stitches in my face. I had a bunch on my hand. Luckily I was on my How phone. are you around drones now? Um, a little sketchy. 
Yeah. A little sketchy. <laughs> Dave was like, just put your hand out. It'll land on your hand. And he's like, although I haven't taken one to the face at 35 miles an hour. So I don't know why you're so sketchy. I'm like, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Because they come at you fast when yeah. you're not looking. Yes. Yeah. So. And like anything time. could happen. That's terrifying. I, yeah. I mean, I, and on your face too. I had nine stitches in my face from a cat. Are you afraid of cats now? Uh, no, I, I've never liked cats. I didn't enjoy that cat so much. It was my own cat. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. have a tendency to like accidentally adopt animals. That's how I got Sage. You almost adopted another one one night. <gasps> oh my gosh, Maya. Oh, Never forget. No, I, was I was like, like are you sure you're going to do this? Are you sure this is I the right literally, thing? That's right. You were also- I was there. Everybody was, everybody there at ladies night was like, oh my God, adopt the puppy. And I was like, oh my God, such a great idea. So I like posted about it. Da, 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 da. The wolf, Britain, and Johanna were like, this mm. seems like a bad idea. I didn't say anything but the blood rush from my face. I was like- no, Britain's, Britain didn't have to say anything. Her face was like, we're not doing this. I think I asked how your dog would feel about it. I'm like, are you sure your dog's going to be okay and with honestly, this? Sage is a, a touchy bitch, so she wouldn't She would approved. not have been okay. No. She's not okay just on a regular day. <laughs> so right. that dog is dumb. She's yeah. perfect. No, she's not dumb. <laughs> she's not smart. So <laughs> Johanna, what is your morning routine? Uh, the first alarm goes off at 4.20 a.m. Barf. I usually snooze that one and then go for the 4.41. I get up. I have a, a double, double espresso in my Nespresso machine. Mm -hmm. Is that four shots? Correct. Wow. And then I, because I have to be a Pilates ninja for two hours. Yes. So I do my first workout with whoever's there with me um, at 5.45 and then I teach the next class and my mind's got to be sharp as a tack. Yes. So, and then I go home and sometimes Britt will say, what are you drinking today? And I'm like, I am on my second round of double, double. So nothing else for me, please. And thank you. That so, was me today. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was like, nope, I'm good. That's we'll never get caffeine. off the air. If you give me any more caffeine than I've already had. You're on the ceiling. I was on the <laughs> ceiling. I was like, I think I'm past broadcast level. So yes. no, <laughs> that is exactly what she said. Um, what is your non-negotiable self-care practice? Um, I have to move every single day. Love that one. 100%. It doesn't have to be Pilates. It has to be something. And um, when I don't, I get really down on myself. Yep. Um, but yeah, I have to move something every single day. I'm with you on that. Mm -hmm. The mind is a crazy thing. She's a bitch. You owe it to yourself. That mind will get you stuck in a bad place if you let it. But isn't it crazy how just a little bit of movement that antidepressants starts to just yeah, like kick in? For sure. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I guess this day isn't so heavy. Yeah, I and I have to do it in the morning. Like I am yeah. not a nighttime workout person Same. ever. Same. Yes. Too much happens in the day that like my mind is toast by three o'clock. Oh, I was going to say by three or four o'clock, I am tapped out. Like, I'm tapped out and I honestly just want a cocktail. Yeah. Like at, if I can make it till four, I'm good. She's always having happy hour and I'm like, I can't have happy hour with you right now. I'm no. like, why not? It's three o'clock. Bedtime's like, going to be here in like three or four hours. We got to do this. <laughs> I just always. Yeah. She brings happy hour to the cave sometimes. Got to do and life, like, ladies. I'm like, bro, we're okay, fine. Twist my arm. <laughs> my problem is, is if I drink too much these days, I can't do life. Yeah, like, oh no. Like, gotta, it's it's got to be compartmentalized. Got it. So drinking is from four to eight, period. That is it. Oh my God. There's I no be, drinking at noon unless I'm out in the van. And four hours of drinking has, I can do it like. It doesn't have to be straight drinking. That's yeah. just the window that it has to. 
occur in. Yes, occur in. It cannot you. happen at Mine morning. tends to happen between 8 and 2 a.m. <laughs> on oh, a Friday. Nothing good happens and at 2 a.m. And then I wake up the next morning and I'm like... <laughs> yeah at you, five so you, three hours of sleep yeah so i get three hours of sleep and then i'm like you silly bitch yeah that's <laughs> did it again can't do that <laughs> cannot do that <laughs> um what uh what do you pick lake city mountains or beach um i do all of the above you no joke one. no joke um favorite today mountains okay cool tomorrow if i'm at the beach beach is my favorite so I like that. yeah it is where you are it is where you are yep what's your sign scorpio Okay, that's tracks. It all makes sense. I don't know a lot about Scorpios, but from what now I heard, you do. it all makes sense. Checks out. What is your drink of choice? Uh, Alcoholic. At 4 p.m.? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kettle one and diet tonic. With a lime. With a lime. Yeah. Although I'm moving into the world of uh, fancy tequilas. Yes. Oof, girl. So because I'm now part of the tequila society. Wait, let's like do, so let's like do she that. Has a locker. I have a locker. I'm so excited. Uh, Chewy's. Mm-hmm. Ranch Wait, hair Chewy's. I need to, I didn't know they had lockers <gasps> for tequila there. Oh yeah. And you'll see, you'll see, you'll see my name. I was there for like the, the, the start. inception. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I was in its infancy. And we just kind of, I barged in and pushed a shoulder and I'm like, I want one. I'm going to get one. You guys, Johanna has the most extreme follow-up skills I have ever. Extreme follow-up. Yes. Oh my goodness. I would say Johanna in life is extreme. Yeah. There's like no middle of the road. She doesn't do like 90%. She no. does 150. She was like, I want one of those lockers. And I was like, oh, they're full. And they're like, oh, they're full. And within how many? Two months? Yeah. She has a locker in the spot in the front row, like exactly where she wanted, like somehow. It's not even manifestation with her. She's just like, I want that. I will get that. No, she, she, some people call it nagging. I call it extreme follow. I think I'm going to call it taking a bull by the horns. That too, because there is no (laughs) other way to get it done except to do it yourself. There you go. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So tequila with some fresh squeezed lime. And and I appreciate agave. like, I would like for people to understand that tequila doesn't always taste like the bottom of a barrel. Tequila should not taste. It should like the never of taste barrel. like a bottom of a barrel. Tequila, if done properly is Zip it uh, just straight. It is the most delightful, refreshing drink over a little bit of ice. It's heavenly. It is. it is. And if you've had already some really good straight tequila, then you just move into tequila soda. And right. let me tell you what you are hydrating and intoxicating at the same time. And apparently tequila is pretty good for you. It, it is, is good for you. It's Antioxidant <laughs> helps with digestion and it's the only an alcohol that's an upper See? and zero calories, zero sugar. See, amen good for us. Okay. Well, now that we've promoted tequila, yes. see you at Chewy's. See you at Chewy's. Chewy's. cannot see you there, but maybe one day. Who is your celeb crush? Oh God. I wish I had one. What do you mean? I really do. I don't have one. You don't really pay a lot of attention to any of that. I watch though. a lot of TV. Um, you know, I actually recently, no, it's not even crushy, but we recently started watching the formula one drive to survive oh, series yeah and like all it. of those little dreamy boys are so cute max? but they're like 19 i don't like max no i don't like he's max. won like so many years in a row i know but i don't like max yeah. i i could like me a few of the others but yeah, yeah. so it's my show yeah 
All right. Sorry. Again, I wish like, I had. She loves what's in front of her. Yeah, I love what's in front of me. If it, it, Don't complicate it. To, yeah. She's like, you got to complicate issues and give me something to wish for. <laughs> oh, my God. Obviously, if you wish for it, you're going to go grab it in by the, the moment. Horns. Exactly. <laughs> and some of those things cannot be grabbed. So, yeah. Oh my Stay in the moment, <laughs> Don't get us canceled. What's right. a book that has changed your life? You know, there is a book I read when I first started kind of traipsing around the country, um, Bill Bryson, A Walk in the Woods. And it was just about um, a guy kind of, wow, at that point, he was an old guy, but looking back, he was probably my age, um, who just left his job and went to go hike the Appalachian Trail um, and how he found out self-care and self-love and giving to other people and all this stuff. And it just kind of blew it kind of into proportion that like you can't just be a slave for the rest of your life. Sometimes you got to just step aside and go. Still work hard. Work hard. Work you got to work hard because you can't play hard if you don't work yeah, hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you can But like, you can stop and enjoy. Yep. You can incorporate the things you love into your everyday life. Right. What so. is your hype song right now? Oh, I wish I had one of those too. You listen to good music. So Dave is bad. like very particular My about husband music. has like the most broadest scope of music ever. Um, I do have to say that just since Taylor Hawkins died, like Hero has been like on repeat in the house. It's not really a hype song, but it's been on repeat, not so much in the house, but mostly when I'm out there working out, just because it kind of makes me a little bit sad that Foo is oh, spiraled out of, sad. out of everything. But um, it also, we go to a lot of live shows, so the hype songs tend to be who we're kind of into at the moment and who's coming up. I love a live show. What's yeah. in front of her? Uh huh. Yeah, what's in front of us? Last month was a lot of flogging Molly because we went to see them. So you can get into some Irish music. Yeah, you offered me those tickets. I did I because go. we had to. We were not going to be around that night. So yeah. Um, we ask all of our guests this question: If you could give one piece of advice to someone starting out in business or just on like a new adventure in life, what would it be? Do you want like the the positive answer or the real answer? Can we have both? We want. I I want the real answer. Yeah. I like putting shit on blast over here. Okay. Uh, do not trust people. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, owning a business, starting a business, it's really easy to think everybody's in your corner and they have your back and they don't. So trust yourself, trust your instinct, um, do what you need to do and keep everyone at a little bit of safe distance. Um, you'll protect yourself and your investment and your love a lot better. I think you can show up better for others that way too. I don't, I wouldn't say like not trust somebody, but to me it's more of like, it is, it's like trust myself. Like all that trust I was putting in other people for so long, I just started putting that in myself and it really made a big difference. Yep. Yep. And on the positive side, I mean, go for it. If you have a wish, you have a dream, you have a, a path that you think you can follow, go for it. Life is way too short to just settle and run the rat race the rest of your life. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Sometimes it doesn't work out the way you planned, but you still learn things along the way that you would have never learned or experienced had you stayed in that same position. We're just here yeah. for the lessons. Yeah. yeah. All right. Johanna, thank you so much for coming on. Tell our listeners where they can find you and Club Pilates. Well, since you're all up at 420 in the morning. <laughs> no, not so much. I mean, I, I am. I literally <laughs> couldn't hang for her 6 a.m. So I was like, I'm gonna have to go to 7.30. I'm at like 5.30. I'm a 5.30. Yeah. 5, 5.30. I am. I spend my early morning hours down at Club Pilates in Reno, uh, down near Target. 
on okay. Sierra Center. Um, but I float around between the other two studios. And hopefully you cannot find me when I'm not there. That is the goal, is the that goal. I'm kind of just an enigma okay, around the rest is, of the time. What are the Instagram accounts? Uh, Reno, um, Club Pilates Reno. Club Pilates NW Reno and Club Pilates Sparks are our three studios based life. on where you are. My own is do.life.smb. It's for Sportsmobile. Um, and that's where the fun happens. That's the magic site. Yeah. That's where you get to see all of the goodies. We like that. Yeah. All right, y'all. You know the drill. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Brit on Blast. Johanna. Yay, thanks, ladies. You are the greatest. We Thank didn't get too much here. into relationships, but... Uh, yeah, we could do that another time. Oh, now that's a different <laughs> podcast entirely. And that is going to be me telling everybody all the things that I shouldn't be sharing. Anyway, Ooh, filter. I don't have one as our listeners <laughs> know. Thank you guys so much for being here. You know where to find us. Brit on Blast. Find us at BLFT Reno, Haven and Flux, Murdoch Hats and Apparel. And if you like the show, subscribe and review, which by the way, I've been seeing those. Y'all giving us those five stars. That's so kind. Yes. Um, review Brit on Blast wherever y'all listen. And uh, thank you for being here. We appreciate y'all. Thanks, ladies. Cheers.